Welcome to Sonic the Clonic, the show where we juice and jam our way through each episode of the 1993 Sonic the Hedgehog animated series, colloquially known as Sonic Sat AM. I'm Olivia, your special guest. I'm Ida. And I'm Alberto. Your regular hosts. What episode are we watching today, Alberto? Today we're watching Heads or Tails. When did it release, Ida? It released in 1993. Did anything particular happen on that date? In 1993. Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> animated series was released. Aired. Oh, great. I'm glad, I'm glad to know this new information that I didn't have before. So, so first we have, we have to explain how we're running this episode. Correct. So we've nixed the supersonic race our way through the episode. Why don't you try that again? We've nixed the six times speed watching. So we all just watched it one time at regular speed. So what if the listeners are saying, hey, this is called Sonic Laconic. Then what do you say to them, Alberto? I say, well, at the very end of the episode, we'll all have a one-sentence summary, and we're going to try and make it clever and very short, and whoever's is the cleverest and the shortest wins. Are we going by number of words? Or by physical height? (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. You said the shortest. I'm just asking. All right, so how, like, what, what was the beginning of this episode, you guys? What was happening? Well, we just watched it. I was pulling up my notes, Olivia. My ample notes. Um, we open, the scene opens, and it's a smoggy, polluted cityscape. And then we hear in the background, like, a robotic voice saying, like, 26 minutes to Mobius or something like that. So Mobius is the planet that they're on? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, is this... Because I've barely watched any of this show. I haven't watched any of it since the last episode I've been on. So I was like, is this a new planet? What's happening? But no, it's just me being uninformed. And then uh, Dr. Robotnik says something... He's, he's on this ship that's relanding, And he says something like, oh, it's so good to be home. So I want to know where does he, where else does he go? What was he doing? He was on vacation. Where? Um, in Peru. What was he doing? Sitting on the beach with a margarita. Oh. I don't know. I feel like he was on a different planet because the Peru it would be a different planet. That's true. I didn't. Great clarification. <laughs> and then Snoopy's having some some beef with his bird. Cluck, or whatever well, his name is. Well, first there was this instance of Snively, like, trying to do his hair. <laughs> he was trying to lay it flat, like a comb over, and it kept popping back up, and he was real upset about that. He only has, like, six strands of hair. Yeah, but the bird, the robotic bird, Cluck. Mm-hmm. So uh, later, like, slightly later, after Robotnik went back into the building and the robotic guards did their, like, salute of crossing the arms over their chests simply pointed the remote at them as well and i said oh is this some sort of universal robotic remote you didn't explain what he did to cluck um he pushed the button the single button the single button right i noticed that too and then cluck's eyeball popped out but cluck didn't seem to have a problem with that 
he had a problem when um Snively pushed the remote and his eyeball popped back in. Then he got some some swirly, googly eyes when that happened. But basically, the message that this scene is conveying is that everyone hates Snively. Yeah, he gets bullied a lot. Yeah. Because then later, the guards were messing with him and not letting him in the building. Oh, that's right. And then Robotnik goes inside. Snively says, pay attention to video screen number 10, sir, or something like that. And Tails is on screen. And then Robotnik is like, let's kidnap Tails. And then we go over to the Freedom Fighter gang. Well, because Robotnik's ultimate plan is to capture Sonic. So this Mm -hmm. is going to be a way to get to Sonic. I think his ultimate plan, as stated in this episode, is to kill Sonic and capture Princess Sally. He did say that. Why do they want Princess Sally? No idea. Okay, so then we cut to, like, the forest, and Tails is sailing around picking flowers, and he's going to give them to Princess Sally. Meanwhile, Sonic is practicing a rock song on his guitar. He's showing it to Rotor, the walrus. And Rotor is a purple in this episode. Oh, what color is he usually? Blue. What What happened? Did his dye run? Well, should we tell Olivia what happened or no? Yes. So Alberto informed me that this was actually the first episode they made. So Ever? this was like the pilot. Oh. But they aired it last. Bizarre choice, but okay. So there are other uh, inconsistencies in character design or personality. Mm-hmm. Oh, like what What did you notice that were inconsistencies? Uh, Sally is pink and she has a ponytail instead of like a big pompadour kind of hair. She has like a mullet in this. And she had eyeliner. She's more like feminine. Mm. Um, well, I don't think we've ever seen tails fly in the rest of the season. Yeah, that's true. Mm. So they made his character more in line with the video games. In the pilot, and then made him useless in the rest of the show. Yeah, we learned more about Tails than we have the whole season, I feel like. I think the reason why they had Tails be less of a focus in this show is because he was more of a focus in the other Sonic show airing at the same time. Mm -hmm. I see. But anyway... So Sonic is playing his solo on an electric guitar that's not plugged into anything. You have to suspend your disbelief. Yeah, but then we also notice when he handed it off to Rotor, it was all like bendy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it seems really... to be made of rubber. I didn't notice that. Oh, and I also was saying that when Rotor said, oh, maybe you should do something a bit softer, which I assume meant like acoustic, because I think it was supposed to be like a love song to Sally. Sonic said this great, he pretended to throw up, and then he said, chunkage contained. What a great phrase, right? He said, ballads make me want to hurl, and then he went, chunkage contained. Yeah. (laughs) And then Tails is getting chased by one of the the Hornet robots. A Buzzbot. Buzzbomber. Buzzbomber. Yeah. And then Sonic saves him, and of course, Robotnik is watching them through the video drone. So there's all this, like, back and forth between Dr. Robotnik and Sonic. Um, when Robotnik's like, I'm going to get you. And Sonic's like, oh, I'm so scared. Just kidding. Um, and Tails has this moment where he says, hi, mom, to the robot. 
which I thought was funny, but then I also thought, oh, wait a minute, that's also kind of messed up, because in the very last episode, he was talking about how he misses his mom. Yeah. So I assumed he was like, oh, I know my mom got roboticized, so she's somewhere, like, there with him. No, it's just a stock joke. Yeah, of, like, what kids say when they're on TV. Oh. That's what I took it. But it could definitely well, I thought be it was very sad. interpreted yeah. darkly. Yeah, I agree. So we cut to, like, the rest of the Freedom Fighters, and they're working on these catapults. Yeah, they are. I've never seen before, but okay. What do you mean you've never seen before? You don't watch this show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've never seen them before. <laughs> you just say that about everything. Yeah, I could. We, we see this rabbit character, which I've never seen I've before. I've never seen before. <laughs> So they're trying to fix these catapults to handle more weight. And then Sonic pops up and Sally's like, Sonic, you said you were going to help. And Sonic's like, I do help. And Sally's like, you have literally never helped. (laughs) (laughs) But somehow they convince him he has to go to the city to get some like metal pins, basically. What were they called? They were called cotter pins. Cotter pins. Before... They go, they get a power ring, Sonic puts it in his backpack. Right. And then Sonic has to go to Rotor, and Rotor has to tell him no new information, but he's wearing this lobster bib. <laughs> I yeah. saw that. I was, was, and there and, was, like, I'm assuming this is later, because if it's not later, it's like one second later, which doesn't make sense. This episode is very inconsistent with timing. Yeah. Rotor comes out with a lobster bib, and he's like, oh, here's what the cotter pins look like. And so I'm like, is the joke here that... Rotor went to a seafood restaurant and <laughs> stole their tongs what? to use as a cotter pin? I don't, don't understand. So. I don't think that's what happened. Well, like, what is this then? Is this, a, eating. is this a dead reference that I don't get? I think he just used his lobster bib when he was eating. <laughs> anyway. Because remember earlier he was eating fish? Yeah, he was eating raw fish that he just had in his backpack. He's a walrus. What do you think they eat, Olivia? I think think he should eat raw fish, but keep (laughs) it in some sort of cooled environment, not just fermenting in his backpack that apparently is very difficult to find things in. So he's like loose fish (laughs) just bouncing around in there. It's covered in lint. It's wet. It's getting everything fishy, but maybe he likes that because he's a walrus. Mm -hmm. Either way. Gross. And then they do a cool handshake, though, that then Sonic and Tails do later as well. Which is a motif in this show. They have secret handshakes. So he gets this lobster bib information, and then we cut to Tails running away from home, right? Oh, yeah. And then Sonic is like, you shouldn't go where I'm going because it's dangerous. That's the gist of it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then Tails Tails is like, Oh, well, I might just be murdered on the way home. <laughs> Poor me. He guilt trips Sonic into being like, okay, I'll commit child endangerment. <laughs> he says, just just get in my backpack. You'll be fine. Yeah. And Tails looks so little and cute in his backpack. Yeah. His head poking out. There, were, there was one shot later on where Tails had his head poking out and he was wearing goggles. He was wearing he was, goggles. He was Very not wearing cute. goggles most of the time. It was cute, though. It was <laughs> extremely adorable. So they're off to the big city and Tails is like, woof, it stinks. And Sonic's like, yeah, it's because of pollution. Sonic's like, yeah, now here's some exposition. 
pollution. We got a lot of exposition in this. It was supposed to be the pilot episode. It would have made so much more sense to be the pilot. Because after this, Sonic says something about Uncle Chuck. And he pulls out this picture of Sonic, Uncle Chuck, and this dog, Mutsky. I wonder if we're ever going to see anything about Mutsky in the future, do you think? In the next season? I doubt it. doubt it. Well, what I'm saying is then five seconds later... Here's Mutsky oh. roboticized in the junkyard. In the immediate future. <laughs> so he's this dog, and he's like evil, but he's a robot somehow now. Sonic can get to him where his eyes turn yellow instead of red so for pre- a brief moment. Previously, it's been established that you need a power ring to do that in the Uncle Chuck episode. Oh. He didn't use a power ring this time. No, he used the power of love. <laughs> You think he doesn't love Uncle Chuck? Mm, Not that much. Not as much as a boy loves his dog or a hedgehog loves his dog. Not as much as a hog loves loves his dog. dog. Which brings up the classic Mickey and Pluto scenario. Why does a hedgehog have a dog as a pet? Robotnik also has a robotic bird as a pet. That's messed up, man. And there was that episode with aliens. All right, that one. (laughs) Which I've never seen before. <laughs> exactly. You should be watching these. You're like the main host on this podcast. Anyway, Mutsky turns back evil after like 10 seconds of loving Sonic and starts spitting like bullets, know, lug nuts or something at him and then bites him where? On the, the derriere. You know what I wrote down? The bootay. Mutsky bit Sonic's buttsky. <laughs> So what happens after they um, escape from Mutsky? I wrote Buzz Bombers. Nope, that's not right. No. It's then there's weird. a big fight scene with some SWAT bots. There was? Yes. Oh, I thought it was like an escape scene. Whatever. Sonic dispatched them very easily. Yeah. Like you would think that considering it's supposed to be the pilot episode, it wouldn't make sense. But at this point in the season, you would think that Robotnik would make faster guards. But I guess it's like they're all people who have been roboticized. Stop expecting Robotnik <laughs> to do things that make sense. Make logical choices. That's too much for him. He's running a multi-planetary scheme. Well, when there was that episode with the race, mm-hmm. wasn't that robot faster than Sonic? That robot was going faster than the speed of sound. Is that the one you watched? Yeah, that's the one that I watched. It was supposed to be faster than him, but I don't think it was. So he can make faster robots. I think Snively mm-hmm. made it, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. So Sonic dives into an air shaft with tails in his backpack. And it just so happens to be the very one that is right above Robotnik's lair. And he just so happens to be telling some SWAT pots and Snively his entire plan. But then Tails says, Sonic, I have to go to the bathroom really bad. And did you notice the same thing as me? Where the very next shot is a shot of a bunch of big containers of like orangish liquid. And Robotnik's <laughs> like, well, this is minor. Like, oh no. Did he? Is that his? His what? Urine. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was like hedgehog killers. It was like acid. It was poison. To burn all the trees. Because here's what oh, the plan right. is kill all of the trees. And then you'll find not whole village. Well, it actually, I would say this is probably one of the best plans yet. Because if you're turning everybody into robots, I don't think that robots need oxygen. But they probably need fuel. 
They're probably burning wood, I would guess. I would think they're using fossil fuels. They are mining oil in this show. And giant crystals. And giant crystals. And they're stealing the life force energy from trees. Mm. And they have this magic river that makes the plants grow. Yeah. And there's aliens for some reason. But then they're also like, hey, there's this hedgehog-seeking missile. And then they start a countdown. That's 10 seconds. And then it's never brought up again for the rest of the episode. (laughs) 10 seconds hadn't passed yet. (laughs) The episode just ended like nine seconds later. It was weird. Well, I was like, oh, like it's going to be that they activate this hedgehog-seeking missile and then it seeks Sonic in the air vent. That reveals it. But no, he just falls out. Because Tails sneezed so hard that it shot Sonic through the air. Down. And then Robotnik's like, oh, thanks for dropping in. (laughs) No surprise. Just, yeah, you're always hanging around somewhere. Yeah. They probably see each other every day. True. Yeah. Be a sad day, then they didn't see each other. They'd be like, "Why? I? Why do I feel so bad today?" Oh, I missed my best friend. Didn't get to see my best buddy, Botnik. And then they, uh, they end up escaping. You know, somehow Very the way easily. they always do. Yeah. And going back to warn the freedom fighters of this happening. But before Sonic gets back, Sally is sitting in Bunny's house. Bunny is in bed asleep. <laughs> And Sally is just complaining about Sonic being childish. And Bunny's like, stop talking to me. (laughs) She's like, that's just how Sonic is. Now leave me alone. I really liked that detail that she had the curlers on the end of her ears, Mm -hmm. which you would think would be painful. Yeah, there's cartilage in there. Bunny is committed to the look. And she had this whole face mask on. Mm -hmm. The classic green face mask. Sonic comes back to the Hidden Village, and he's standing around with all these other animals with burning stakes. Torches? (laughs) They were looking for him. And and he tells them the plan, which is that they know about this hedgehog-seeking missile that's going to come to the Hidden Village. And the buzz bombers are going to bring the poison. Mm -hmm. But they can get them because they reinforced these Catapults. catapults. Sonic just has to lure them close enough because their range isn't that big. Here's another part with the weird sense of time. He gets back at night and they're like, okay, we're going to put the plan into motion. And then it just cuts immediately to daytime and the plan is happening and the buzz bombers are coming. Well, obviously they knew that Dr. Robotnik needed a good night's sleep (laughs) before putting this plan into action. So everybody went to bed, said, okay, 7 (laughs) a.m., they'll be on their way. Okay, but I'm, like, fairly sure they say that there's a time that they're going to come. They say it's like, oh, they're going to come in six minutes or something <laughs> way shorter than it should be. Which is why I was like, why is it daylight outside? <laughs> Does planet Mobius have, like, a um, different day-night cycle than we're used to? Maybe. They also have a floating city in the sky, so who knows? <laughs> they Impossible. They have... have uh... <laughs> Multiple underground civilizations. Well, one. <laughs> don't know about each other. One that's current, one that is not current. Destroyed. Not just, yeah, doesn't exist anymore. And there's also a wizard who flies around protecting secrets, then, then he shrinks himself to fit in your pocket. <laughs> yes. But anyway, so this is the part of the plan where Sonic says, I am humble. <laughs> 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 Which obviously. <laughs> 
None of us believe. <laughs> I believe him. You're too good a person, Alberto. But so how does this humbleness become part of the plan? Well, I don't know. I didn't really. I don't but know, but he said it. So put the plan into action. And then the plan is to hurl water balloons <laughs> at the robots. Yep. Well, they hurl Sonic up into the air with water balloons. And then he levitates there for, for a long time. Quite a bit. And throws the water balloons at the buzz bombers. And that takes them out. And it works. And then one of them almost got destroyed, mm-hmm. turned around, and went to this big horde of buzzbots. Were they, like, all fleeing? I think so. Okay. So they just got scared away. Yeah. Because the, he- the head one ran into a tree. That was the head one. Yeah. Oh. The head one ran into a tree. Got The head one was chasing Tails. Because Tails just was like, okay, I better get into trouble so Sonic can <laughs> save me. He's just flying around. And he was, his voice sounded really annoying in this... Because well, he kept being like, Sonic! He sounded really bored. Also, only calling for Sonic? Real, real burn on the rest of the adults in this Yeah, Antoine, this come save me. <laughs> Not even Sally, though. But anyway, Sonic saves Tails. Yeah, he saves Tails, and he saves the forest. And they all celebrate. Right, and at this point, the Buzz Bombers are thinking, okay, we're 21 minutes and 30 seconds into the episode. We better go home. <laughs> it's about leave. to end. <laughs> yeah. But also, you think the poison fell into the ground? It's going to, like, soak into the roots and kill all the trees anyway. Mm. I don't know. It looked in kind of, like, looked like a desolate valley. So maybe it would take a long time. Maybe okay. it was rock. Maybe the writers don't care. And then the end of the episode is that um, Snively gets abused. <laughs> and then <laughs> everybody celebrates. But and he it. does say, your excellency mm. to Robotnik at one point. And that was it. Yep. That That's what end. happened. So this would have made so much more sense as a pilot episode. Yeah. We hear about uh, Uncle Chuck. We hear about how Robotnik's existing on this planet. How he's like capturing everybody and turning, making them do work. He, we learned he has factories, mm-hmm. which we never heard, have never heard about before. We learned about the power rings. Mm-hmm. We got an actual explanation of the power rings. We learned about we Antoine. Learned... Oh, we forgot to talk about Antoine lusting after Sally at the beginning. Sexually harassing lusting. her in the workplace? Are you surprised? No, I was just surprised at his gall. From what I remember, Antoine was more of like a bumbling idiot than a Pepe Le Pew type. But I guess they were like, well, he's French. He must be good at kissing. Mm-hmm. Kissing her bare arm. Ugh, disgusting. Well, yeah, that's the episode. But it was um, this episode where I was like, where do I know Sally's voice from? So I researched and I found that Princess Sally's voice is by Kath Sui, spelled S-O-U-C-I-E. And the voice actress is known for voicing Phil and Lil on the Rugrats. As well as the Weird Sisters in Gargoyles, multiple characters on Dexter's Laboratory. Laboratory. Laboratory? Dexter's Lab. Um, Lola Bunny in the Space Jam movie. We knew that. But I, I told you that in an episode. But where I recognized this voice specifically from was the voice of Jetta, one of Emily Elizabeth's friends, on the animated series of Clifford the Big Red Dog that ran in the early 2000s. 
So, Kath has had a very storied career. Who knew? Yeah. Sally's voice was a little different than it is usually in this episode. Oh, so do you think it was a different... Um... No, it was the same voice actor, but okay. she was doing A different it... read? Yeah. Gotcha. That made it more distinctive. This was actually one of her, uh, like, f- like, in the first five years of her career where she did this voice. So I thought that was really interesting. You think I could ever become a voice actor? Yeah. I could Not do if you have to accents. do accents. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't even do, like, voices that are not in any distinct okay. accent. Right, Ada? We're gonna, we're gonna, um, do, say something that a spider would say. Be a spider. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but not be, like, an anthropomorphic spider. Um. Why, hello there. <laughs> okay, now do, um, a vampire. I want to suck your blood. Hey, this is not this is not your audition. You could go next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay, now do that's enough of that. You're not gonna call back for that. Okay, now do a, a haggard suburban mom trying to get her kids to different like too many practices billy (laughs) get in the minivan (laughs) okay but now do it like she's from minnesota oh billy (laughs) oh yeah oh billy Billy, go you better get UP. in this van right now or so help me god we're not gonna eat the the chicken salad on sunday it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh wait, actually, I, it should be ambrosia salad, chicken salad. You know, you ambrosia. know, you eat chicken salad on Thursdays, not on Sundays. Okay, back to Sonic. How did we feel about this episode? Um, I thought it was one of the better ones. I, I agree. It got laughs. It had some. Oh, it had some character development. It had some exposition. I also think it was the best animated episode. Mm. Aside from Tails changing in size, sometimes when he went into the backpack, everyone was on model most of the time. Other episodes, that's not the case. I liked that the Buzzbots had personality. Like, if there's a fight scene with Robotnik, that's one thing. But if it's just with the Swatbots, they're kind of just like droids. They're all the same. And so these... Buzzbots seem to be like more malicious, so it was more interesting to watch them fight. This is the only episode that they appear in, and they Mm -hmm. are an enemy from the Sonic games. Mm -hmm. But it's strange that they never show up again. Mm -mm. Maybe next season. I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. Mm, You never know. But I thought this was funnier than like the last couple. This one was written by Len Jansen. What was the other one he wrote? I don't know. I know he he wrote the one that we watched episode six. Oh. Sonic Racer. Because I remember us trying to make puns out of his name. So what else do we have to say? Mm, nothing much. You know, we promised oh, yeah. a segment to the listeners at the beginning of the episode. Okay. Can I write mine out? 
Sure. Listener, if you forgot, it's time for the one-sentence summaries. It sounds like my co-hosts have no idea what they're going to be. And I only have some idea. Very on the fly. Are you going to do yours off the dome? Off the old dome. That's what I always say. Hmm. Okay, I won't ask a clarifying question. I'll just do it. What's the clarifying question? Well, am I writing it like, in this episode, we learn about... (laughs) No. (laughs) In this This, essay... This summer, I read the book, Sonic Sonic Saves the Forest. (laughs) What Lexile level is that? Two. Two? Aren't they hundreds? (laughs) This one's two. (laughs) (laughs) So... What I was thinking is just like a phrase. Okay, I'll, phrase? I'll do mine off the dome. A sentence. It doesn't necessarily describe what happened, but it is something in the episode, or it's something about how you felt about the episode. It can really be anything. Just one sentence. Just any sentence. That actually makes it more pressure. <laughs> well, don't don't be like. The first thing that happened was Sonic and Rotor were playing the guitar. Well, that's not what I'm, that's and not then I'm Robotnik Speak showed for up. Yourself. That's mine. I'm telling you mine. Oh. <laughs> and then Robotnik showed up. And then they you fought. You said, don't be like this because this is what mine is. And then a, a, a Missile showed up. And then Bees. And then there was a. etc. Okay. What's my favorite part? Olivia, that looks like it's a really long sentence. <laughs> I have no idea what mine's going to be. Just say something. <laughs> it's the first time we're doing it. Should I say mine? Yes. Okay, mine is, why wasn't this first? <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Okay, I know what mine is. Mine is, the Freedom Fighters really act like a family, and Dr. Robotic doesn't care because he doesn't have one. Are you giggling? I thought you were going to say, this episode should have been the first episode that they showed. And that's because it was the best episode, and it introduced the characters the best. <laughs> You're just going to keep going on and on, but it was just going to be the same as mine. Just so you were not laughing at what I said at all. You were laughing at what you were I was laughing at what you should have said, because it would have been funny. Well, I guess I'll go. My single sentence is Sonic and Tails discover a deforestation plot that threatens the rebel force against Dr. Robotnik and they repel the robot army through quips and clever use of water. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Is that not accurate? Didn't I say, don't just say what happened? Yeah, and I was typing it when you said that. (laughs) I already wrote it. (laughs) Okay, well, since it was the first time, I think now maybe we know what to do next time. Now let's all say another sentence. Just a random one? A sentence. A a do-over. A new one. You know you're a smart character when you you steal the lobster tongs to (laughs) fix the catapult. (laughs) 
Sonic is way past cool. <laughs> Sarcastic animals beat robots. But you could say that for almost every episode. <laughs> is this the last episode of the season? This was the this last is... episode of the season. Wow, season finale. Mm-hmm. I'm only one clapping. Okay. I can't clap. I'm holding my microphone. True. Well. Are you just cueing us? That's what Sonic did. Oh. Oh, I liked Finger it. Finger guns. I liked it when... Why are you burping so much? I don't know. <laughs> I liked it when Sally was cueing the catapults and then Sonic was like leaning up against it looking cool and she was like, go! And then he was like... <laughs> I didn't know it was that. Yeah, he was being very humble about it. <laughs> this episode had a lot more like little details about the characters mm-hmm. that I wish they had done stuff like that in the other episodes. Yeah, why didn't they keep that? If that's how they got, you know, like a, a season contract... You'd think they'd be motivated to do what they did to get that. Yeah. Stang studio execs. Mm-hmm. Those dang deadlines. Well, I suppose we better sign off. Yeah. We'll see you next year, listeners. 2023. Ooh, Ooh doesn't seem real. What are yeah. your New Year's resolutions? Uh, I'm going to try and take an exercise class. I was talking to the listeners, but thank you. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure plenty of you are as well. I know my New Year's resolution. Which is? Next year, I'm definitely going to make a New Year's resolution. Oh. Well, my New Year's resolution this year was to start going to therapy, and it's December, and I haven't. Mm. Have you been reading therapy books? Um, I listened to the intro of uh, one self-help book, and then uh, that's it. <laughs> Okay, before we start talking about other things, <laughs> let's finish the episode. Okay, how do we sign off then? Turn on, tune out, turn, tune up. Tune in, turn on, broadcast. rock out. That's not what we say, but... We didn't say let's do it to it at all. When would we have said it? I guess we have to say it at the beginning. Okay, we should say it now so you can edit it into the video. No. Oh. Let's do it to it. Well, I said something. You two say goodbye. Bye. Thanks for having me on the podcast again. Bye, listeners. Junkage contained. Yeah.